Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Thanks for tuning in. This episode is entitled, Is All Too Much? And basically, we just discuss, are our spouses capable of carrying all of what we deal with, the good, the bad, the ups and downs, intimacy, any situation at all times? With that said, make sure you hit, up, hit us up on all the socials. Um, you can search Marriage is Tougher. Find us on Facebook, Instagram. If you want to continue any of these conversations, we are looking for you and responding to everything on those channels. You can also find us on our website, marriageistougher.com. If you'd like to post a question or uh, request to be a guest, you can find a form there to do that. Outside of that, keep listening for the full conversation. Is all too much. It's not expectations, but is it? expectations I don't know I you know what I think it is expectations well it's a big part of it right mm-hmm. um but it's like we need to manage our expectations right and so just for the audience to explain what we mean by is all too much I had this thought of you know all the things that my wife carries right um all of my bad stuff right like if i come home from work i had to have had to i (laughs) wow can't talk i apologize had a bad day um is she supposed to just allow me to dump all that on her and then like feel better and walk away (laughs) right um carry all of my good stuff right um like does does she care about every little win I've had or every little success or you know all those things um you know with that all the ups and the downs of the relationship um you know carrying the intimacy specifically when maybe I'm in the mood and she's not um you know the parenting and just all of it all the time can we expect our wives to be all of those things all the time is where my mind was. Um, and my initial, my initial thought is, well, yeah, isn't that what she signed up for? Yeah. <laughs> right. But realistically that can't be, I don't think anyone can be and or carry all of those things all of the time. You know, like, I I think we can have the expectation that they have all of those attributes, but carrying all of that all the time is going to run somebody into the ground and, you know, maybe even make them leave. Yeah, it depends on how, if you haven't managed your expectations, how much you try to force them into being all or receiving all every time Mm -hmm. and you don't like you said it's 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 tough so if you were to expect them to take every situation and do it flawlessly all the time and not give them not just understand that they're human 
So Mm -hmm. they're not going to, and then give them the grace to actively not do it, (laughs) even when you really need it. Um, Yeah, that could definitely be grounds for like, okay, I'm out of here. You're not meeting my expectations. Like, wait, what? (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah, I think that's, it's a dangerous place to not manage and or communicate your expectations. Yeah. Do you find people have a all or nothing mentality when it comes to marriage? That's a good question because I'm trying, I'm thinking through the conversations, but generally when it gets to this point, um, I usually have a spiel about how it's not all or nothing. (laughs) So I don't know if people change their, like once they hear kind of the explanation, kind of like what we just talked about, right? Mm -hmm. Once you hear that, you're like, oh, like maybe, maybe, yeah, that makes sense. So I would say probably if they haven't had the conversation, right? If you're thinking... If you haven't had the conversation, if you're going off of what different outlets that you consume say, you would assume that, you know, because there is that myth out there that your spouse is your all, your spouse is your everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, then it's in the fabric of you expect expecting them to be that without a conversation to be like, I can't be that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can you be that? Right. And then once someone says, can you be that? You're like, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. And that's a good point to turn it around on yourself, right? Like, what do you want the expectations of you to be, right? Do you want to be able to make a mistake every once in a while? Do you want to be able to, you know, drop a ball and not have it blow up your relationship? You know, we, we are all human. And these things are to be expected, right? Even if you relate it to work, like, can I drop the ball once in a while? Like, obviously not make it consistent, but, you know, and if you make a mistake, learn from it, obviously, improve. Um, but if you make a small mistake, do you do you lose your job over it? You feel me? Right. And, uh, you know, I I think... So I know you listen to the Anthony O'Neill show, right? And he often mm-hmm. has women on there and he interviews them and asks them as he's searching for himself, like, what are you looking for, right? Who who do, who do uh, these men need to be? And I find a lot of the women on there are like, oh, yeah, he has to have this income, has to be doing this, has to love God, has to do this and that. And I'm like, man, that's that's a lot to ask for. A relationship to start at mm-hmm. right now i'm all for people finding the person that they want and even knowing the person they want you know but i often think to myself like is it all right if the man develops into that person or is on track to develop into that person right because it's it's I would say it's nearly impossible to find somebody who is all of the things and just ready to go. And, you know, like I think we're such a instant gratification society. Right. And we feel like, oh, well, I've 
built myself into this person. But the problem is like maybe you're lacking in an area that you're a perfect man, <laughs> mm. <laughs> right, um, might want. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think just remembering that we all have growth areas, right? Mm. Just like you just said that last point. We all have growth areas. So we can ex- we can have desires that everyone is polished and all that, but it's really hard to get to those, especially if you don't know, right? Sometimes your spouse shows you an area that you need to grow in where you think you're good mm-hmm. or you might be good, but you need to come up higher. And because you've been good so long, like you're just like, Oh, that's, that's fine. That's the good level. But no, like you need to be better and your spouse will help you improve in that space. Um, but yeah, so your, my thoughts on that, um, it's tough because the women on his show are usually in a different economic category than a lot of people. <laughs> that was a nice um, way to put it. <laughs> so if you are, you know, each step you go up, just like each step in your education, right? If you're looking someone to match your education as you go further up the chain, um, especially if you're looking for a specific minority group, mm-hmm. it's harder to find. Um, one of my... Uh, my nephews, right? He's in higher ed and he's, you know, he's in grad school and we were talking about like how many people look like you, like he's a young black man. Like he's like, not many. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, like, so it's different levels when you're moving through, you know, societal hierarchies to try to figure out that. So it's hard, but with all that aside, we have to know that maybe you say how many on the list are good, right? <laughs> like I need seven, five out of seven, right? And with the with the knowing after conversations that the person is working towards the other two. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could get behind that um, because I, I feel like. In a marriage, you should maintain a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. You should always be willing to improve yourself and willing to receive that, like you said, from your spouse if they feel there is an area that you should improve on. As long as that information or communication is uh, done the right way. Right? Um, and by the right way if I need to explain it is like, it's it's not, you know, necessarily like you need to do this or it's over. Right. (laughs) It's right. (laughs) I I need some help in these areas or I would really like it if this would happen, or I think it would be best for our family if we could work together towards this. Right. Those, Mm -hmm. those types of uh, words and conversations. Um, But I also think that it's okay to desire um, your entire checklist, right? You don't, like you said, you don't necessarily need to start off with everything um, as long as you're willing to work towards it. And I also think that, like I said, it's okay to demand those for your relationship. Um, 
and maybe I'm repeating myself, but you know, it just needs to be done in the right way. Yeah, I mean, having expectations are fine. Communicating expectations is almost more important Mm -hmm. than having expectations, right? Because if you don't communicate those, then the person never knows that you have these expectations. Right. So then they're constantly falling short and feeling that from you, even if you don't say anything, you can definitely feel that. Um, and if it's not, you know, in the short term, it's over the long term, then it's like, oh, you know, then it's almost like deception mm. because you've never told them then whenever they do find out, it's like, oh my gosh, you've been expecting this for all this time, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but just coming out and saying it, and I think the way that we don't, the way that we move from making it too much or making your spouse be all expecting all at all times is kind of teaching them how you would like them to support you in certain situations, right? So then they know, because they may have the expectation that they have to be at a certain place in certain situations, right? So if you had a bad day, they may feel like they have to, you know, make everything perfect at home if you had a bad day at work. But you might just want to be able to dump it and leave it, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if something goes crazy with the kids, um, you may not just want them to hear it. You may want them to, hey, can you circle back around with them? And, you know, I've already talked to them and affirmed that I still love them, but remind them, you know, I'm their dad and that I love them and that we all make mistakes, right? So there may be different courses of action. And then once you do that, it may not seem, they'll actually meet your expectations and that will help you grow, mm-hmm. right? They may not always do it, but when you do, it's just one of those win things that you have as a couple. And now your marriage is stronger because you're seeing them hear your feedback, apply it, and then you're both growing. And then if those expectations change, like if it changes, okay, now I have a bad day at work, I would like it to be perfect at home. You know, not that that, I don't think that's that, you know, what you need to do, but it could change right? Um, as you're in your marriage. And then once that happens, you just continue to grow um, as husband and wife. I like that. I'm thinking now, I'm curious how in your counseling sessions you might broach that topic of expectations or like exposing expectations. And I think I'm most curious about, do you start that conversation with the the couple's like backgrounds, like what their perceptions are first and tackle that before you get to what expectations might be or? It all depends, right? It's on well, expectations, we talk about expectations with each topic that we cover. Okay. Right? But initially when we're getting to know the couple or even have that, we talk about expectations pretty early um, because that's vital, um, one, when you're doing coaching, um, but two, just in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So we set those grounds hard, and we even use our experience and our example, right? Because we had a conversation early in our in our marriage or maybe before we were even married um you know my wife was like 
No, I don't need you. And when you hear that, it can <laughs> it can be very disheartening and even discouraging. But when you walk through that, you have to remember you two were separate before you got together, functioning people. You could go through life, you know, whatever it was, job, house, car, whatever those things that you feel as necessities you were doing before you met this person. Yeah. So it's more of, I don't need you, but I want I want to do life with you. Right. I want you. I want those attributes that you have. I want you to hold me accountable. And when you shift that mindset, then it's like, oh, this person is not the end-all be-all because I can function fully capable on my own, but I want to be with them, and I'm choosing every day. Yeah. And when you hear that, because it always jolts them when they're like, oh, I don't need, you don't need me, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> but then it's like, oh yeah, like, because you have to think about it, what they're saying, and then flip it in reverse. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, do I need them? Like, need to survive, like, can I survive without them? Yes, but it's better with them. Right. <laughs> right? So, but when you look at it that way, and that usually jolts a conversation, and then we talk about just expectations, but also communicating through them. And how do you get through when people let let you down? Yeah. And then when you take that to each topic that we cover in marriage, then it becomes easier and to dive deeper into what's expected and how to recover when those expectations aren't met. Yeah, I, I think that's um, maybe a good place to finish is when your expectations are not met, right? So you've had all the the discussions about what the expectations are and you know, like we said earlier, we are human, so we're going to fail at times. Um, you know, what does that look like? Uh, what does grace look like? And what are some best practices to move po- move forward past, um, you know, a a failure in a specific expectation? Yeah, I think depending on your situation or as far as your relationship, how do you guys resolve conflict or even when that failure happens? Mm. um, Are you guys in the moment, you know, confrontation or confronters? Um, Does it work better with one spouse when you circle back and say, you know, in a couple minutes or um, later that day, um, or if it happens late, maybe the next day, hey, you know, this is what happened, you know, we talked about this expectation, this is what I thought was going to happen, it didn't. Um, and I think it's all about, like, not attacking the person, but being like, hey, that expectation, expectation wasn't met, and you usually do, so what was different about this time? Mm-hmm. You know, did I do something different that caused you to react different? Um, you know, whatever the scenario, look for what factors were different, not what is the person different or a terrible person now. Right. Um, I think that's the best way to start the conversation. Um, And then moving forward, that conversation usually tells what the outlier is. If the person is usually, if your spouse is usually consistent on meeting the expectation, that specific expectation, there's probably an outlier that 
happen. And then you can you can address that and not really address the person. That's good. <laughs> That's real good. Um, you know, I was thinking to myself as you were talking that I often talk on the show about how my tendency had been to avoid, right? And I think part of that was I wasn't ready to have conversations, so I needed, you know, a lot of times just uh, that cool down period or cool off period. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would let that fester and let it turn into even more avoidance. Um, I have been working quite a bit on that and now have, uh, <laughs> I want to say convinced myself or committed to, um, you know, broaching these difficult conversations and difficult situations uh, a lot earlier. Um, not only because I've learned that it is now, in my opinion, the better way to handle things um, now that I'm better prepared for it, mm-hmm. um, but specifically because my wife needed me to. Right? It, it's how she was used to handling things. Right? Um, it, it's it was hurting her for me not to be able to speak on these things when she was ready to. Now, she has offered me quite a bit of grace over the time that we've been together, you know, um, 11 years that uh, I've needed. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, like we've spoken about uh, earlier in this episode is um, when that grace is offered, don't take advantage of it. You know, be willing to improve upon the things that your your spouse is asking of you, um, especially when they ask for it in an inappropriate way and especially when it is um, something that can help sustain your marriage thanks for listening if you got any value out of this episode we'd like to invite you to rate follow and review on your favorite podcast platform if you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered hit us up on our website marriageistougher.com or follow us on facebook searching marriage is tougher than woodpecker lips Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.